What's going on, guys? We are out here at Trippin' Animals in Doral, Florida, just throwing back a few and enjoying their bottle release of Kamonga. I picked up a cocoa and cherry version myself, as well as a glass, and I'm hanging out having some breweries and just checking out the environment. This is my first time actually being in the brewery and hanging out. I've come here and picked up some breweries in the past, but kind of an in and out thing. This is my first time actually being here and being able to enjoy the ambiance and hang out and see what's going on. So I look forward to reporting back and giving a full review on the podcast. Later. All right, guys, I have Kyle and Jessica with me. We're over here at Trippin' Animals Brewing in Doral, Florida. I wanted to get some feedback from them on this particular brewery because I love it. What do you guys think? Yeah, we've been here a lot of times. Yeah, obsessed. We're <laughs> favorite down here in South Florida, definitely. We were ranking all of our favorite breweries in the area, yeah. and this is definitely, definitely up Top there. three, yeah. yeah what are some others? Sure. Uh, invasive species, uh, and then probably Three Sons and this one. Yeah. Probably our top three. Yeah. What's your favorite brew they have right now? Favorite brewery? Yeah, brew. Oh, oh favorite, favorite brewery they have right now, yeah. I'm loving the the Bendito. Okay. And this one's the triple dry hop version. Yeah, of it, but it's actually good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I just had the, a little sample. I just had the first time I came here, and Bendito was like, my, we came from Chicago. Okay. And this one reminded me of Pale Ale's IPAs from Half Acre, which is awesome. one of my favorite breweries there. Very cool. So the triple dry hop version is I'm going to go insane. off filter in here. Have, you're from Chicago. Yep. Have you had um, Alarmist Brewing House you? Uh, if not, I know it won. Uh, it is so good. So we, we moved down here like a little over a year and a half ago. Okay. So the Aju came out after we moved down here. I know it won like gold for New England oh, IPA. Dude, it's so good. I've had, had it yet. like four or five times. I have buddies in Chicago that send it to me once in a while. So yeah. I'm like one of my favorite like yeah. beers, period, hands down. We'll be back in the uh, November time frame and hopefully awesome. we, can, we can grab Definitely some. Definitely Alarmist. Like Energy City is really good out there. I don't know Energy There's a bunch yeah, of them. Energy City might be new maybe for you guys. Yeah. I don't know. But they've had, I've had a, quite, a, quite a few really good stouts and like okay. milkshake IPAs okay. from them. You know, um, what's the other one? Noon Whistle? Or, I know, I know Noon Whistle. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You want to hear a funny story about Noon Whistle? So my first Noon Whistle experience, which was with one of their cool pop-top cans, yep. it was a, uh, I forget exactly which one it was, but it was like a gummy bear IPA yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they do, they Dude, do it was uh, like a gummy something like that. It was turned. Like the, unfortunately, I got it, and it and the hops went bad. Yeah. And when I tried it, it tasted like sour orange juice. And I was like so bummed out because my first opportunity to be able to try them. But how many times have you guys actually been here to hang out? Four Alright. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Good deal. So I saw you got quite a few bottles yeah. today. Oh, picked yeah. up, picked oh, yeah. up like, a glass. Yeah, we're excited to try Are that. you going to try any here or are you taking them home? Taylor. We're going to try one tomorrow. Yeah. Taking them home. Gotcha. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? Football? The, oh, well, yeah. Oh, just yeah. relax. Just hanging yeah. out at home. Yeah. Actually, we are going to Invasive tomorrow. Yeah. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Invasive and or, and then orchestrated Mind. Yeah, just opened up. Mind. Where's that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's like maybe 10 minutes from Invasive. Not even Not that. Even. Five minutes? Yeah. Awesome. It's they just, just opened like a couple weeks ago. Orchestrated Mind. Orchestrated yeah. Mind. Yeah. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. I got to have to follow them. They're like, yeah, five minutes away from Invasive. Good deal. Thank you, guys. I don't want to bug you anymore. Enjoy your time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. <laughs> what's going on, guys? I'm Luke. I'm here with Justin. Justin, what's going on, Justin? Not much, man. Do you like? Beer. How do you like tripping animals? It's good, man. Favorite yeah. spot in the house. So. Is it really? Yeah. Are you local? Yeah. 
What's your favorite beer right now? Uh, the Bandito's real good from here. That's awesome. See, you're the second person I've talked to so far that really likes the Bandito. I'm loving the Mosquito. I'm, I, I don't know why, but lately I've been getting into like sours. And yeah, the Mosquito's good. kicking ass. It's good. I like so. it. Uh, Space Grass, but that's not theirs. Right. Um, what else? Is the uh, Bandito and the uh, the Koopa, the pills that they do is real good too. Yeah. I don't think it's on tap right now, but awesome. that's real good too. I haven't tried that one yet, so yeah. this is only my this is my first time coming out and actually hanging out. Normally, I literally run in, grab what I need, and I go. Yeah, so nice. it's not a, not common that I get to come out and hang out and actually enjoy myself. All right. So you're you're local to Doral? Uh, Fifteen minutes or so. Okay, not bad. Not bad. I yeah. saw, and, and the main reason I kind of came up to you is because you were one of the guys that got here like early. I saw you like pulled yeah. up next to me. We were both chilling in the car, waiting to get in here and get our stuff. What'd you pick up today? I picked up the uh, bourbon barrel age of the. Okay, uh, cool. Whatever. The you try any was. of it yet, or you taking it home? No, just take it home. Did you get a glass? I got a glass. Yeah. Awesome. Glass Thanks, nice. Justin. Appreciate I appreciate you, brother. Have a good one. Thank you. What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 29 of Calling All Craft Beer. My name is Luke. I am your host, and this is a pretty cool episode because I actually got the opportunity to stop by Trippin' Animals Brewing in Doral, Florida on Saturday, the 14th of September for their awesome bottle release. They had two Imperial Stouts, they're both 13% ABV, um, both called Kumunga, Kumunga, and... uh, one was a aged in Pinot Noir barrels that was a chocolate cherry version, and the other one was aged in bourbon barrels and was a um, oh I want to say a, a coffee cocoa vanilla version. I don't have I haven't tried that one yet. It's actually in my fridge waiting to be enjoyed. But I did enjoy the Pinot Noir version on site. So let's talk about Trippin' Animals. If you haven't been there before. It's an awesome place, man. Kind of nestled in the middle of Doral, right off the highway. Not very hard to get to at all. Um, it's very inviting atmosphere. You walk inside, considering the fact that it is a warehouse, because obviously they're a brewery, so they have a lot of space devoted to their actual brewing equipment. But the bar side, so to speak, the tap room side, is super inviting. The ambiance is fantastic. The lighting is great. The music is just the right um, level without being too overpowering or too underpowering. So if you actually want to stand there or sit there and drink and listen to music, you can hear it even over the roar of the people once the place kind of gets going. They have about 25 beers on tap, maybe a little bit more than that. And this particular day, they had both Kumungas in the cooler to go. They had their double um, double IPA called... Chillin' is my business, and business is good in four packs, as well as, I believe, Bandito, which is their single IPA, triple dry hop version in cans. I could be wrong. It might have been their lager, but um, I'm not 100% sure. But they had two four packs of cans, and then they had the Kumungas that were available for takeout purchase. I've been there a couple times, but I've always just went in, got what I needed, and left. So this is my first time actually going in, hanging out, and being able to enjoy some time with some patrons and get to know some people and just have a good time. So it was definitely an awesome experience. They also have a kitchen and they do serve, you know, tacos. And, um, I want to say there were some nachos and, um, I don't want to call it, it's not like an acai bowl, but like a tuna bowl, you know, a, a seared, not seared tuna, but yeah, like an acai, you know, bowl kind of deal like that. Just, just, I ended up getting the brisket tacos. Amazing. Absolutely loved them. Very reasonable. I'm pretty sure. I think they were like 11 bucks 
for two decent sized tacos, corn tortillas, just um, really flavorful brisket, really, really good. Just enjoyed it a lot um, and would definitely recommend if you're going to hit them up to get some food. Their food is fantastic. I heard that from multiple people that night who even got other items that were on the menu. So definitely try them out. So the beer is fantastic. The food's fantastic. The ambiance is fantastic. So let's get into talking about some particular beers. The cool part about this particular experience as well is that I got the I got the opportunity to actually walk around and interview some people. So this episode is going to start with a couple interviews, then we're going to have my piece, and then we're, I'm going to end it with a couple of my the, the longer, um, more in depth interviews that I did towards the end. So please forgive the interviews because there is you know background noise in them. So you kind of there's a couple of them where the person gets a little quiet and you do have to turn the volume up a little bit. So forgive me for that guys, but it was a great experience. I had a a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to going back there. The staff was fantastic. I can't remember the, the name of the young lady who was my bar, my bartender to start AJ kind of took over towards the end. Um, I don't know if her shift was up or if she just moved on down to, to some people that she was more friendly with at the bar because I'm just a random guy, but she was super sweet, took great care of me. AJ was fantastic, kind of jumped in and just got things going towards the end. And I even got to bother one of the owners, Ignacio, on Instagram because if you guys haven't heard me talk about it before in a previous episode, which I know you have, Mosquitle, which is their fruited sour that they have right now, is genuinely probably my favorite beer on the marketplace right now. And they didn't have any more four packs or I would have taken one home with me. I had, I think, three 12-ounce glasses of it while I was there. And I wanted nothing more than to grab a crowler and take it home with me, but they I was told that they that was not a beer that was on their crowler list. And I'm sure it probably gets to a point where they have so little of it left that they don't want to give away too big a containers of it because they don't want to run out of the tap. And I understand. I'm not wasn't mad about it at all, but I got the recommendation from AJ. I actually said, Hey, reach out to Ignacio on IG. If he sees the message, I'm sure he'll approve us to get, you know, to give you a crowler. And uh so I did that. A shameless plug. And uh, attempted, but unfortunately he didn't see it until the following day. So I did not get my crowler, but he did respond to me. Thank me for being out there. Thank me for, you know, um, supporting the brewery and also told me next time I come by, he'll make sure I get my crowler of mosquitoes. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to probably run down there in the next couple of days and just grab a four pack of chilling as my business and business is good because I think that particular brew, the more it sits, the smoother it's going to get. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. When I got there, right off the hit, I got a 12-ounce Mosquito, of course, because that's my brew right now. I got a 5-ounce version of Chillin' As My Business and Business Is Good, which is their 9.2% ABV double dry hopped um, double IPA with purple carrots, honeydew, and vanilla. And I'll tell you what, this beer was so much more relaxed, so much smoother on draft than it was out of the can. It was like night and day. I genuinely enjoyed it. You know, there's a real earthiness to it. Definitely got tons of vanilla, which does not come across or didn't come across, at least in the cans that I had because of the bitterness and the hot burn. But it was totally transformed brew. And I really don't know why I didn't get another one other than the fact that when you hear my list, there was quite a lot on here that I dug into. So let's get into the third brew of that first go round was called Vortex of Darkness which is a pastry stout. It's 11.3% ABV. Um, This thing is a coconut, hazelnut, and cacao cacao nib um, pastry stout. Super sweet, nice and thick. It's just a 
wonderful, wonderful um, stout in general. It, 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 it is sweet. So if you're not a big sweet stout person, you might not like it, but I loved it. I'm a sweet stout person. So coconut all over the place. The nose is all coconut. You know, when you take your first sip, just coconut cascading over the taste buds. And then it kind of gives way a little bit to that hazelnut finish. Um, I didn't get a lot of the cacao nibs, like not a lot of like chocolate flavor or anything like that, but coconut and hazelnut were, were there, were evident. And it was a phenomenal, phenomenal brew. Really, really enjoyed it. Then, um, after that, I kind of moved on to a couple other items and I, one of them that I wanted to try that's something that I've actually seen before and not had the opportunity to try was one of their, um, partner brewers, you know, ultimately what they do is they have all of their brews on tap and then they'll have four or five taps from other um, breweries that they bring in and they showcase their beers in the brewery as well. So they had um, Mosaic Thrills from Magnify Brewing. It's a 7% single IPA. Um, it is 100% Mosaic Hops. It was a very good brew. The crazy part about this is that, you know, it, it, Mosaic, it was a little hoppy, had a mild juiciness to it with like a grassy finish. But what really got me about this one is the creamy mouthfeel. And I know, you know, when we talk about a creamy mouthfeel, we kind of talk about the malt and, you know, what they use in terms of the uh, malt and the grain for that specific brew. And this must be really malt and really grain heavy because it was just super, super creamy. And I really enjoyed it. Very good brew. Then we move on to Bandito. Bandito is Tripping Animals single IPA. It's 6% and it's also 100% Mosaic Hops. It's a triple dry hop version. I got a lot of feedback from multiple people in the brewery who said that that was their favorite beer in the brewery right now. It was a little light for me in terms of an, uh, an, an IPA, but it was fantastic. So what I mean by light is just, you know, light in terms of very easy to drink, clean, smooth. You know, you could probably drink 20 of them and, and still, you know, walk. <laughs> but, um, but it was absolutely a fantastic beer. You did get a lot of citrus. There's a fruitiness to it. And it just has like this earthy, almost grassy finish. And just very, very delicious. You know, a, a great brew overall. And um, then I got into their other Imperial style that they had on, um, on draft, which is Bear With Me. Now, this one, of the two, I can't really pick a favorite. Um, they were both fantastic in their own right. You know, Vortex of Darkness is a pastry stout. And might have been uh, mm, just different. It's coconut, it's hazelnut. Now you look at Bear With Me, which is 12.4%, a little bit stronger. This one's an imperial stout. Maple. Um, it had just maple. Um, what, are we, what else we got? It was maple, um, cocoa, and vanilla. But what I got is just a ma all maple nose. Just maple sweetness, rich, creamy, heavy. I mean, just whew, another one that was just heavy. You know, I am a sweet stout guy, and it was absolutely amazing. I just really, really loved it and would definitely go back for more. If they ever release bottles or cans of that bad boy again, you better believe I am picking some up because that was phenomenal. So both Vortex of Darkness and Bear With Me, their heavy stouts, amazing. I mean, absolutely wonderful. Wouldn't change a damn thing. So then I moved on to one of their, um, I don't, I don't know if this is a common beer, but I've seen the name plenty of times, but I think it might be one of their like, ro not rotationals, but one of their standards at Trippin' Animals is Captain Kush. It's a pale ale, 6.4%. 
Um, this is just, it's, it's very similar. You know, it's a little bit smoother than like a traditional, like IPA cause it's a pale ale. So it's, it, it, it's on the verge of just being IPA ish, but just with a little bit of a smoother finish, you know, very tropical, lots of pineapple. It has like a bready, like creaminess to it. And it had a nice, nice little hot bite to it. So very enjoyable brew, man. I mean, I just, there, there wasn't anything that I had this night that I wasn't satisfied with. And then I kind of, before I moved on to the Kumonga, I went off the, the rails and tried another, um, tried, an, tried another neighbor brew. And I went to, went to uh, Casa Agria Oxnard, which is the, another pale ale, 6%. This one was just smooth, really floral um, aroma, nice and hoppy, had a good like tropical finish to it. That one, I think at that point I had kind of had some beers. And, and I don't quite remember that one as much as I should have. And I really think that I reviewed it on Untapped a little bit after the fact. So I may not have got that 100%, but it was definitely a good brew, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and then uh, then here we go. We got, I, jumped out, I said, you know what? I was going to bring it home. I ended up, um, I originally went with the intention of only getting a bottle of their Pinot Noir Kumonga Stout, which was the... The, coke, the chocolate cherry version, and after I drank that one in the brewery, I decided, you know what, let me go ahead and get a, um, let me go ahead and get the coffee, you know, chocolate and vanilla one and take that home, the uh, the bourbon barrel aged stout. So the Kamonga Pinot Noir stout, 13% ABV, is essentially an imperial stout. Now, this one is aged in Pinot Noir barrels, cherry with chocolate i mean super super smooth for 13 percent abv you cannot tell the nose is all pinot noir i mean it, it almost has a wine you know the nose is almost like that of wine like you don't really get much other aroma from it but kind of that pinot noir-esque aroma when it hits your initial initially hits your taste buds you're getting all cherry and then it kind of subsides a little bit and you lose a little bit of that cherry bitterness for a smooth chocolate flavor and it kind of blends together to the point of like a chocolate covered cherry. Wow. I mean, an amazing brew overall. I was just super, super excited about that one. And that's really what pushed me to go ahead and get the, uh, go ahead and get the bourbon barrel aged version. So I got lucky at that point. And throughout this, there were quite a few more mosquitoes in here. I actually had one of the patrons, Nelson, who was there hanging out and enjoying his, the 31st birthday of his buddy, David actually bought me uh, a mosquito, which was fantastic. I really appreciated that. David, thank you so much. Not very often that a guy, you know, will grab an, uh, a brew for another guy and hang out and have a good time. And then I know that I ordered at least one more for myself at that point, but I got lucky and I actually met um, a guy that I've been following on IG for a while. And the horrible part is I don't even know his real name, but his IG handle is hops for Harambe. He is part of the Miami beer brigade, as well as a couple of the other guys that I met there as well, uh, there that night. Um, which you'll, you'll hear interviews with them also on the show. But what was cool is that they showed up with some, you know, outside brews to kind of like share with everybody and see what was going on. The first one, I did not get the name of it or the brewery, but I was told it was from Australia and it was a peanut butter porter and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, peanut butter is a tough flavor for beer because there's not, you know, you, you have, there's a lot of peanut butter flavored beers that are out there that are just underwhelming. You don't get a lot of peanut butter, you know, a lot of times it'll be, 
they use a lot of coffee adjunct with the peanut butter to kind of offset when you get into things like sweet baby Jesus and stuff like that. And it just doesn't come through as a peanut butter. You get a lot of peanut butter nose, but you won't get a lot of peanut butter flavor. And this one actually had a ton of peanut butter flavor was actually really good. I wish I knew the information about the beer, but I didn't get a picture of the can or anything, unfortunately. So, um, just got a little taste of that and it was extremely good. Then they hit us up with an uncanny hop force, which is a, a new England style IPA from Jay Wakefield which the Jay Wakefield guys from Jay Wakefield Brewing actually happened to stroll in and hit up Trippin' Animals as I was heading out, which was kind of cool. But this is a uh, 7% um, New England IPA, and you know what? It was just a really enjoyable brew. It was a little bit different than what I was used to. It wasn't a hugely juicy New England style IPA. It had a lot of, it, it was very fragrant, had a lot of aroma to it. Um, you know, kind of like, it's hard for me, like floral. Yeah. I mean, just really, really just smelled really, really good. It had a very creamy mouthfeel and it had a mild sourness to it, which was, um, pleasant, you know, and I just really, really enjoyed it. I didn't get a lot of other flavors, but again, it's probably because I had had quite a few beers at this point and I didn't have a lot of palate cleansing going on. So I could probably had some overlap, some rollover from some of the other beers, but I definitely enjoyed it. You know, again, this was a, a 16 ounce can that was shared between three or four people. So I only got a small amount, but I really had the opportunity to try it and enjoy it. It was enough to get, to make a judgment call and to actually say, Hey, this is a good brew. I would love to have more of it. So the final brew on the night in terms of something different, my final brew on the night was actually a final mosquito. But the final brew on the night was Patrons Project 2.06, which is an oatmeal stout. This is a collaboration from Northern Monk, which is over in London, and against the grain brewing. This thing was just, like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it it had this, like, overwhelming, like, rich smokiness to it in terms of, like, like aroma, but then it also translated into flavor. It was dark. It had, you know, a, a good, it's a bourbon. It was actually bourbon barrel aged, even though it's a lower ABV um, stout. So you got some bourbon flavor. It had like a sweet finish to it, but that initial hit of smokiness was just something that set it off. I mean, I was like, wow. Like it was one of those beers that it was very, so different and so in your face that when you, you tasted it. It was just like, this is really cool. Like it wasn't odd. It wasn't weird. The flavors really melded and worked together fantastically. It was just a, just an overall phenomenal beer. So patrons project 2.06 oatmeal stout from Northern monk and against the grain was absolutely fantastic. So just to cap off, you know, the night, it was absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. I look forward to hopefully many more trips down to Trippin' Animals. It's not far from my house at all. It's about 15 minutes south, uh, 15 miles south, about a half an hour, 25 minutes south of me. Very easy to get to. So I would encourage you guys, if you're in the South Florida area, if you have not been to Tripping Animals, super, super inviting. This is just a, just from what I understand, you know, a family of guys that migrated here from, Venezuela and open this brewery and they put their heart and soul into every beer that they make. And it shows because like I said, there was not anything that I came across tonight that I would have changed or would have done differently from the way that I was treated to the staff, to the establishment, to the beers, the food. It was all absolutely fantastic. I give it an A plus rating all across the board. Um, the only brew that I had any 
feedback for was the chilling is my business and business is good. And we already talked about that. Drink the, the the fresher cans, super, super cold. It helps eliminate some of that hot burn. But once I actually had the opportunity to try that brew on draft, it was completely transformed, completely different than how it presented itself in cans. And I really would like to go back and buy another four-pack four after it has some more time to settle and just kind of age and see how things go there and just uh, smooth out. And hopefully uh, it'll, get, it'll, it'll get better with time. You know, higher ABV beers, even though it's under double digits, they do sometimes tend to need a little bit of time to rest, so to speak, before they um, before they really find their sweet spot. So I'm definitely going to pick up some more of that and see how it goes from there. So guys, this has been episode 29 of Calling All Crap Beer. Later, Gators. Yeah, right. What's going on, guys? So I'm here with Nelson and David, and it's actually David's 31st birthday. He's officially old today. Oh, wait. That's not old. We're old. Right, Nelson? <laughs> right. <laughs> Nelson's 39. I'm 39. We're, like, on the same wavelength here. So what's really cool is I got these guys to try Mosquito, which is the, the sour from Trippin' Animals, and they absolutely loved it, which I am thrilled about because you guys know that I am not a big fan of, like, recommending beers because everybody's palate is slightly different, but they loved it, and I'm thrilled. So, David, I'm going to put you on the spot. All Tonight, right. so far, you've been here at Trippin' Animals your first time, right? Yeah. What's been your favorite brew so far? And it's okay if it's not a Trippin' Animals brew. It has to be the, the Civil Society Fresh. Awesome. So he's it had amazing. the Civil Society Fresh IPA has been his favorite so far. Now, mind you, I think he's only on, like, beer two or three. Three. Okay, he's on beer number three, so we still got more to go. So hopefully we'll get him into something that he likes even more a little bit down the line. Nelson, where are you at? What's your favorite so far? Uh, definitely the Mosquito. Awesome. See, I recommended the Mosquito, and he loves it. This is your first time here, too, as well, right? It's my first time here. And, and you know, I, I, I tried getting into sours, and I've had some uh, what I thought were good quality uh, sours, and, and they just didn't make it for me, you know? Uh, but your description of the, of the Mosquito was, uh, was, uh, was, was dead on, man, you know? Awesome. Uh, and it definitely, you know, uh, we have something called a fruit salad, you know, and uh, the, the first time you, you, you know, you smell it, yeah, that's what it smells like, like you know, basically like, like, a, like a fruit salad, yeah. you know, yeah. and then it just opens up to more flavors, and like you said, yeah. you just get more of one fruit uh, versus the other as you yeah. continue with sipping it, so, um, the first sour that I say that I like. Awesome. See, I'm so happy to be able to have broaden these guys' horizons. So what are you looking forward to next? What's next on your list? What's next on my list? Yes. Probably uh, the Cycle Crank IPA. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cycle Crank IPA from Cycle Brewing. Nelson, what are you thinking next? Uh, well, I just had the stout, and uh, I think I'm just going to go back to the Mosquito, man. Awesome. <laughs> you had the Vortex of Darkness, right? Vortex of you Darkness. You enjoyed it? Yes. Yeah, it's very good. It's uh, very, at the very beginning, uh, you get a lot of coconut flavor um, as it warms up uh, the nutmeg, um, not excuse me, not the nutmeg, the, um, uh, hazelnut? the hazelnut, excuse me, uh, uh, opens up more and kind of takes over, but it's definitely a good, a good stop. Very cool. David, happy birthday, brother. Thank you. It's very nice to meet you guys. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. What's going on, guys? Luke over at Trippin' Animals in Doral, Florida. I have with me a sweat. Josue, what's going on, brother? Oh, good. Well, here for I want to say probably the 50th or 100th or maybe 200th time. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you like Trippinetta. I do, right? Okay. I do come here, I want to say. What's your favorite brew right now? My favorite brew right now from them? Yes. 
It's actually bandido. Bandido, okay. their new recipe is on point. What's crazy as hell is you're like the fifth person that told me that tonight. Oh, yeah? And I'll be honest, I had it, it's good, but it wasn't my favorite. Did you have it, the original version? No. And that's, that's probably why. why. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's not my favorite, because like, ever since you changed that recipe, it's, it's just on point. Yeah. I got you. My favorite right now, to be honest, I'm not a sour person normally, Most but mosquito is fucking killer. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. I made the mistake, I only bought one fourth pack. Me and too. And now, and now I'm, I literally just messaged Ignacio online trying to get him to get, let, let them allow me to have a growler <laughs> to take home. Because I'm like, dude, this is my favorite beer. So right good. Now. So good. I had these two guys that I met, Nelson and Sorry. David. No, it was David's birthday. And Nelson's like, I don't like sours. I hate them. I'm like, dude, let me tell you something. You have got to try mosquito. I'm like, the nose is Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. The initial flavor is Skittles. And then once that subsides, you get strawberry, lime, you know, sour-esque kind of smell. And it, and it kind of changes every time you take a sip. You got it? Love it. And was like, Luke, you made me a sour <laughs> loaf. And I'm like, I didn't make you shit. They did because they made an amazing group. And actually, I tried sending it to a dude over in New York. And I, I felt so bad, it blew up in transit. No. But the guy told me, he messaged me, he's like, look. I opened the bag, it blew up, but man, did that smell so good. He's like, I really wish I could have drank it. I was like, Dude. I wish too, but. Let me, all right, we're going to go back to a previous episode. How did you send it? So I sent it, well. USPS. US, no, no, at UPS. Okay. I had so many things get lost in USPS that I stopped using them. That's funny, because the reason why I asked you that is because I actually sent like five bombs out USPS not too long ago, like a couple months ago. And I got two of the most expensive ones that I spent the most money on, came back like destroyed. Oh, damn. And I was like, fuck you, SPS. I will never use them again. I go FedEx now. So on top of sending brew, which I do a lot, yeah. I also send um, hot sauce, barbecue sauce. My okay, wife cool. makes her own recipes. Oh, that's awesome. So um, maple syrup, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So I like put a ban on USPS and I will never use them again because I dude I got one back that looked like a truck right I'm like how does this happen that, that happened how to me I sent a box over and the guy sent me a picture he's like everything arrived safely but I'll, it looked like someone chewed the box bro five hundred dollars worth of beer yeah and, and and I did it and I get the pictures and I'm like how did that happen how does this end up arriving there looking like Bigfoot ran it over I don't get it so what do you love about tripping in it's actually honestly it's it's the atmosphere. I can always come here. I know. One, I know the beer is always going to be on point. Yes. I always have a good vibe with all the bartenders. Yeah. Owners are awesome dudes. And like, even like, I've come here a bunch of times. The place will be packed. It has a nice outside area. Yeah. It, it's the vibe. Like, the vibe is so welcoming. I will be honest. I've been to quite a few. I've been to Jay Wakefield, which has a huge reputation. I've yeah. been to quite a few. And this is the first time that I've walked in somewhere, felt welcome, felt at home, felt like I can just walk up and get a beer, no issues. Yeah. There's a lot of people here right now. It's not packed, but there's a lot of people here right now, and I feel comfortable. I feel good. I This is my fourth time here, but the other three times I've come in, bought what I needed, and left. I've never hung out and actually had beers, got to know the you know, patrons and people and talk to them. You're my, I think, sixth interview tonight okay. for the show, which is awesome. Um, and I'm really looking forward to putting out a good podcast for these guys to make sure that people come and visit Tripping Animals. So if you had one thing that you could say about Tripping Animals to other people who have never been here before, what would it be? One, first up, come here. <laughs> That's yes, number one. Absolutely. And honestly, just the best 
advice I can give to anyone, just one, come in. You can just pick a random beer off the board and you're gonna love it. Absolutely. Honestly, that's how it is. And this one of you can just chill, hang out with your friend, you go play pool in the yeah. back. And when you play pool, you can just see how the, produ how the production looks. It's awesome. Yes. Go outside, enjoy the occasional good Miami weather that's not too humid <laughs> or too hot. Like today, like we chilled outside for a while. It was good. Yeah, it was awesome. What's your favorite food item on the menu? I was actually gonna mention it right now. Yeah. For whoever comes here, they need to get the chorizo tacos. Nice. The spicy chorizo tacos. I got the beef tacos or the brisket. Amazing. Oh yeah, so I haven't good. tried those. Dude, so good. So far I've only tried the chorizo tacos, the pork tacos, the chicken. Awesome. But every time the chorizo I had Dude. to go back. Thank you so much. No Appreciate problem. your time. No we'll problem. see you next time. See you. What's going on guys? I'm over at Trippin' Animals here with Ryan. Ryan? Danny. And Danny. What's going on guys? Having a great time, man, enjoying the great beers and absolutely enjoying this great stout release that Tripping Animals has uh, has put on today. What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking the No Mamas Lager because Why? I've been drinking from Jay Wakefield to Beat Culture to here today, so gotta keep man. it light. Were you are you just hanging out or were you part of the the uh, what the hell did they have? They had some shit going on today that was like a oh I'm grabbing bottles at every spot. Okay, good. <laughs> what about you, brother? I'm drinking some uh, peanut butter uh, stout from uh, Australia. Australia. I just had some of that. That was good, right? Not bad. Not bad. Very good. One of the things about peanut butter and any kind of stout is that peanut butter is hard to really make it the star of any beer. Right. Right? Like, I've had a couple from, like, uh, Duclaw that do, like, the Sweet Baby Jesus and stuff like that. that yeah. Peanut butter is like the nose, but you don't get any flavor. It's unremarkable. Right. This one actually really had a lot of peanut butter flavor. What do you think about the most Skittles? I love Skittles. Dude, oh, I'm drinking it right now. The Skittle I, is my favorite sour right now in the world. I crushed I crushed a few of them, and Dude. they are absolutely delicious. And getting towards the, the level of, like, answer. Bro, towards the level of outside of the box better than every, anything else that's out there. Exactly. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I've had, I, you know, being a someone who has a podcast and trades from all over the place, I've had sours from all over the world, all over the United States, more you know, more so than anything. And I will tell you from even going into like the friggin' smoothies from 450 and shit like that, this blows them out of the park. Exactly. I was not a fan of sours at all. I, I had so many and I was like, eh, you know, they're okay, they're not that great, they're whatever. But as soon as I tried Mosquito for the first time in cans, I was like, dude, this is for like... For me, I'm, I'm not a big 450 guy, but for me, the answer is like a, a, a standard quality in super fruited sours. And I mean like yeah. smoothie no, level right. sours. Yeah. And this right. is up there. Yeah. Dude, I would say that it's right on point. I mean, most people, most breweries right now feel like they have to add lactose to anything in order for it to be comparable. So when I had this and I looked at the ingredient profile and I was like, ah, there's no lactose and I'm lactose intolerant, which sucks because a lot of these lactose like yeah. sours, IPAs kick my ass. But in, in a lot of cases, a lot of brewers call lactose the brewer's crutch. Correct. Because it smooths out all the flavors yes. and without lactose, you know, you can get some higher acidity and yes. things like that that yep. aren't as appealing, but this one really nailed it. Dude, amazing. I mean, when I, when I found out that it didn't have it had no lactose in it, and I tried it for the first time. I was like, this is legitimately my favorite sour on the market right now. Like, I was surprised when they when they dropped Chillin' is My Business and Business is Good, and it didn't have lactose in it because 
I looked at the flavor profile and I was like, all right, you got purple carrots, you got honeydew, and you got vanilla. There's gonna be an acidity there for some reason. Did you try Twisted Sail? No, I oh, did not. Twisted Sail was literally the pulpiest, dopest smoothie that they've come out with. I mean, it was just rich with tropical flavors and I mean, that's answer level juice right there. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It was just great pulpy fruit bomb coming in at about, I believe it was like eight, eight-ish percent. Nice. Which awesome. was extra solid and still coming through with those very tropical flavors, no acidity or alcohol or anything right. like that to muddy it up. It was just a, a beach beer. Nice. I'll tell you what, like, this mosquito chilling with my business, quite a um, bombadito, you know, a couple other brews that they do, literally put tripping animals on the map for me. 100%. You know? And I was like, you know what, at this point, and then I came here and I tried Vortex of Darkness and Bear With Me and a couple other things, and I was like, shh. And I mean, like, there's where been a few guys been on my list. I mean, yeah. the Bagheera. Yeah. Um, it's the one with Peach. I don't know. Iguana Sour? Or no, Iguana? It might be, but I'm telling you right now, be. there has, I have yet to have a brew from this brewery that I have not liked. Oh, they, they all kill it. It's I amazing. mean, every single step of the way, I mean. Let me tell right now, what's your favorite brewery in South Florida? Be, I mean, be honest. I, I can't put a favorite, but. Stop I mean, it. put if, a favorite. So, Wakefield's hard to beat just because they have. But it's and their stouts more than anything. It's the stouts and the sours, which okay. really kill, which really kill it in their market. So they have an, an insane warehouse of all these different barrel-aged beers on top of releasing different kettle sours throughout the year. Okay. But Tripping Animals is starting to catch up, being a new business, only open, you know, a year. Years? A year? Yeah. And they're putting out just as much. Bee Culture is also. Um, some other close buddies to us, and they're putting out just as many interesting sours, interesting style beers, barrel aging, and just kind of pushing the envelope. No, nobody likes a beer or a brewery that, you know, just puts out Pilsner's IPAs, Red Ales, like, you know, the basic stuff. Bro, I hear you. I'm going you want to... I'm interesting going, beers. No, I agree. And I'm, I'm going to uh, British Columbia, Canada on the 23rd. I'll be there for a week. I'm going for business. And I looked at breweries around the area, and there was like four of them that I was like, oh, they look interesting. And I started looking at their tap list, and I'm like, loggers, yeah, okay, hyphen wisens, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I started, you know, deepening my search, and I started really looking for the ones that are coming out with new stuff. I'm looking for, you know, milkshake IPAs. I'm looking for sours. I'm looking for stouts. I'm looking for stuff like that. Exactly. And I found a couple that I that Things actually that the provoke bill. thought. Exactly. That when you drink it, it's not just a one-dimensional just oh yeah this exactly. tastes like this it's something that makes you think like what made it taste like this exactly what ingredients went into this and it promotes the brand itself when yes. you have a thought-provoking beer yeah i noticed your shirt now so you're obviously part of miami beer Review. yeah okay so is he yeah <laughs> so how does one get involved with this this company you just drink beer with us that's it man there's right, no well, I'm, inclusivity I'm drinking, I'm drinking beer with you right now so is that that's it is that like a cool thing you're in is that i mean <laughs> like is that normal i'm not drinking hey anything. just take <laughs> cheers, cheers. but it's just um and the reason why i asked is obviously i follow you guys on ig Miami Brigade, and i've seen like some of the crazy bottle shares and stuff that you guys come together and and do 
So it's awesome to see. I'll tell you this. If I had the opportunity to work in different industries, when you look at the craft beer community, it's incredible how the collaborations, the brotherhood, like when people come together, it's amazing. So when I see groups like Miami Beer Brigade and stuff like that that come together and that actually just can celebrate multiple different breweries and they're not just like tagging on, tagging on one brewery's nuts or doing whatever, they're like, dude, we can love everything or love multiple different options from multiple different breweries. I like having the opportunity to be able to spend time with owners of like BrewDog and a couple other different and Monkish and a couple other different companies, Russian River. There's a camaraderie. There's a brotherhood. There's a respect that comes with being part of the craft beer community versus a lot of other industries where people just it's cutthroat. They don't want to be connected. They don't want to have anything to do with each other. They just want to be better than the next guy. Exactly. What do you think separates separates that? I mean, honestly. At the end of the day, breweries open up to make money, and of course there's a little competition under the table, of course. but, you know, everybody here gets along well together, and different breweries make different beers all the time, and whether they're good, whether they're great, whether they're outstanding, is all subjective to the people drinking it. Yeah. And, you know, every single brewery here has their niche, has their, their standout, and you know, as enthusiasts, you know, we're not getting paid, we're not getting anything, we're just enthusiasts. We just enjoy the beer that they put out and we're gonna put out honest ratings, whether it's not good, whether it's great, you know, it's all constructive criticism going back yeah. to the, directly to the brewers. And you know, us having close connections to them has no part in our judgment on their beverages. Also, you know, it's just, it's the beer industry, you know? They make good stuff, we praise it. They make bad stuff, we give them constructive criticism. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're all still friends. And Hell that's yeah. what it's about. Even the guys competing against each other, quote unquote, but you know, they're all still friends too. You know, you see all these big beer festivals, whether it be a Tripping Animals, Wake Fest, or you know, whatever beer festival it is, you know, all these guys are buddy buddy. No, nobody is starting fights with each other. Right. It's just all about good beer and providing good beer to the people of South Florida. Exactly. That's why they're uh, collabing. Right. And that's the biggest thing to me is like I've seen other industries. Like one of the other industries that I'm part of that I'm close to is like the supplement industry. Dude, it is so cutthroat that not a single person would ever want to share anything with anybody. But when you come to brewing, it's amazing at the fact that they share things, they collab together, and they just create new beers, new brews together collectively and then put them out there and it just makes it huge. You know, I appreciate it. Don't get pregnant. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being part of my show. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. So much. Thank yeah. you so much. And uh, I mean, if I'm really part of Miami Beer Brigade now, I'm looking forward to the next policy. We're 21st. Yeah. Beat Culture Brewing. There we go.